You are now listening to the Griot's Black Podcast Network, Black Culture Amplified. Welcome. And today we're going to talk about um, contrarians. You know those people, right? Those people who always say, um, but what about? The people who like to look smart by just arguing with you. I call them straw manners because they always create this straw man argument to buttress their point and ultimately to make themselves seem smart. But today we're going to talk about a few specific contrarian arguments. And that's why I want to welcome you to the Griot Daily, the only podcast that asks, but what about dumb people? My mom used to tell me all the time, right? Like, like you shouldn't argue with a dumb person because if somebody's walking by, they won't know which one is the dummy, right? And in a sense, contrarians are like that, right? So there are a few arguments or a few kinds of people, really, that present these arguments that aren't really based on facts or evidence. What they're doing is trying to make themselves seem right. And they're never going to admit when they are wrong. And to do that, they use these straw man arguments that are constructed to make themselves look smart. One of the most prevalent ones is, yeah, but the Democrats, though. You know, whenever somebody wants to look radical, they won't offer a solution or say this is the thing that they should be doing. They will just seem radical by criticizing the Democratic Party versus the Republican Party, right? And in a sense, right, they're kind of right because all contrarian arguments are kind of right, right? But the thing that contrarians would never admit, admit is that even though the Democratic Party might be flawed, right, because there is no perfect political party or and it well, of course the Democratic Party has white people in it, right? But what contrarians won't admit is that like you gotta choose one of them. Right? Like either you choose the Democratic Party, the Republican Party, or you risk having your vote really not count. You know, you can vote third party, but in America the reality is that Third party candidates rarely win. So you're talking about a theoretical position that doesn't really affect political change. So you can say, yeah, but the Democrats are, yeah, what black people need to do is stop voting Democrat. But here's the other thing about that contrarian argument it presumes that black people and people who vote Democrat don't already know this thing, right? Like that they're blindly adhered or chained to the democratic ideology. And that's not true. Like if there's anything that's true, black people are blindly attached to achieving their political goals. And in doing so, we know that the Republican Party is not the party for black people. So that leaves two choices, right? Like voting for the Democratic Party or voting for someone in an outside party. But 
on the national scene, right, it's just an impossible uphill climb. I have to admit that I have been critical of the Democratic Party, right? Like, just like I'm critical of America. I know America ain't perfect, right? But I got to live here. So my criticism is aimed at making the Democratic Party more adherent to what I believe instead of just demonizing it to seem smart, to seem like I am a radical or to object just blindly, right? Like you can say, well, the Democratic Party should have been fighting for universal or should still be fighting for universal health care. What you can't say is that I wouldn't vote for a Democrat because they ain't got no universal health care. But the Republicans don't either. They don't have no health care plan. So if you're going to vote for a political party that has a universal health care plan, which one are you going to vote for? The one that acknowledges that people should have health care and work towards that goal are the ones who said, man, bump that. We don't care about no health care. Pay your own way. Like, that is one of the best straw man arguments that you'll find. And, and here's another one, right? When you argue about racism, when you argue about white supremacy, the people who, and this is, this is the one that I despise the most, people who always are talking about what black people need to do, right? What black people need to do is, you know, start uh, being better parents. If you're talking about, you know, black kids in the criminal justice system or black kids getting arrested or what black people need to do is work harder or what black people need to do is like what black, what black people need to do, strong men people are the worst kind of black people. And here's why. Cause before you get to the things that black people do, right? Like you can acknowledge that black people, some people need to be better parents, whether they're black or white. You can acknowledge that some people are not uh, economically uh, smart with money. You can acknowledge that some people, whether they're black or white, need to focus on education. But if you're talking about education disparities, if you're talking about economic disparities, if you're talking about jobs, if you're talking about politics, the first thing you have to acknowledge before you get to black people is all of the things and all of the systems in place that prevent economic equality, that prevent equality in the criminal justice system. You got to acknowledge the police. You got to acknowledge the judges who sentence black people longer. You got to acknowledge the, the employers who throw black people's resumes in the trash when they notice that it is a black sounding name. You gotta acknowledge the education system that prefers white students, that underfunds majority black schools. You gotta acknowledge politics. You gotta acknowledge uh, voter suppression. You gotta do all of that stuff before you get to black people. And if you get to black people before you doing all of that stuff, you are done. You're presenting a false argument just to sound smart but you really sound dumb. You are presenting a stupid straw man that's built on nothing but hubris 
and hey, right? And so I don't mind people arguing against a point that I'm trying to make because again, like seeing the other side makes everyone's argument stronger, right? But you can't present a straw man argument just to sound smart. But he is the real problem with all of those but what abouts, all of those straw man arguments, but all the but what black people need to do things is it presumes that black people are dumb. It presumes that all the black people who are voting for the Democratic Party don't know what they're doing. That all of the black scholars who have written books and academic research about specific subjects don't know what they're talking about. But you, Mr. But What About, Mr. Straw Man, you know better than all of those smart black people because you're smart and the black people are dumb. And if you're smart and you're taking the white side, the but what about side, then what you're saying by definition is that white people are smarter. And if you want to make that argument, it's okay. But don't come around here with it. Because over here, we're subscribing to this podcast. We're downloading that Grio app. We're telling our friends about the Grio Daily. And over here, we leave every episode with a black saying. And today's black saying is, but what about dumb people? If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star review, download the Grio app, subscribe to the show, and share it with everyone you know. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to podcast at thegrio.com. I'm political scientist, author, and professor, Dr. Christina Greer, and I'm host of The Blackest Questions on The Griot's Black Podcast Network. This person invented ranch dressing around 1950. Who are they? I have no idea. This all began as an exclusive Black History trivia party at my home in Harlem with family and friends. And they got so popular, it seemed only right to share the fun with our Griot listeners. Each week, we invite a familiar face on the podcast to play. What was the name of the person who was an enslaved chief cook for George Washington and later ran away to freedom? In 1868, this university was the first in the country to open a medical school that welcomed medical students of all races, genders, and social classes. What university was it? No, this is why I like doing stuff with you because I leave educated. I was not taught this in Alabama public schools. Question yeah. number three, you ready? Yes, let me okay. try to redeem myself. How do we go from Kwanzaa to like these obscure- Give us ass- sport, darling. This is like the New York Times crossword from a Monday to a Saturday right or wrong, because all we care about is the journey and having some fun while we do it. I'm excited and also a little nervous. Oh, listen, no need to be nervous. And as I tell all of my guests, this is an opportunity for us to educate ourselves because Black history is American history. So we're just going to have some fun. Listen, some people get zero out of five. Some people get five out of five. It doesn't matter. We're just going to be on a little intellectual journey together. Latoya Cantrell? That's right, Mayor Latoya Cantrell. Hercules Posey. Mm. 
Born in 1754, and he was a member of the Mount Vernon slave community, widely admired for his culinary skills. I'm going to guess Afropunk. Close. It's okay. Afro Nation. So last year, according to my research, it's Samuel Wilson, aka Falcon. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. I, I am I am disputing this. I'm very, 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 very 99.9999 sure that it is Representative John Lewis, who is also from the state of Alabama. That lets you know, Christina, we got some goodness come out of Alabama. There is something in the water in Alabama, and you are absolutely correct. The harder they come. Close. Oh, wait, uh, the harder they fall? That's right. I'm one of those people that, that just changes one word. I mean, I know the song too well. I just don't know nothing today. It's I'm going to pour myself a little water while you tell me the answer. The answer is Seneca Village, which began in 1825 with the purchase of land by a trustee of the AME Zion Church. You know why games like this make me nervous? I don't know if I know enough black. Do I know enough? How black am I? Oh, my Lord. They, they gonna, we going to find out in public. So give us a follow, subscribe, and join us on The Blackest Questions.